Hi everybody, I'm Bob Schneider. Welcome to the Song Club. I knew it was a bad idea to meet you here, my dear. Cause now that I've done it, my heart... Alright, here we are, once again, in the Song Club. You, me, whoever might be around you, uh, where you are, where are you? Are you on the beach enjoying a margarita? Are you at home? If you're at home listening to a podcast, is that good? Um, maybe. I guess it just depends. I'm usually walking around when I'm listening to my podcasts, my casts, I call them. I used to be driving around, but hardly drive anymore. So I listen to them when I'm walking. And I hope that the people that I'm listening to say some funny shit so that I can laugh. Because when I'm laughing, I'm feeling no problemos. And when I'm just thinking, not good usually. Um, but anyways, here we are. What is it? It's November 2020. November 2020. I wonder what this month is going to be like. I guess we'll find out real soon. I mean, we're already finding out. Should be interesting. What is it the Chinese say? I don't know. It's been a while since I read one of them. Fortune cookies. I do you feel like the fortune cookie situation got real lame at some point? I think they need to step up that fortune cookie game like in a big way. I mean, how cool would it be if you opened up, if you cracked open one of those delicious cookies and there was just some real shit in there? Like, you're going to lose your hand sometime in the next week. Man, that would set you up to have an exciting week. Especially if you believed in that power of the fortune cookie. But it, they don't even do fortunes anymore. It's just like some advice. It's just like a motto or something. I don't like it. Now, do I want to get a, you're going to lose a finger? Fortune? No. But I might want to get a... You're going to come into some... You know, a pile of... A lucrative pile of booty... Up in these next couple weeks. And then I can go like, well... That's something to look forward to. Either way... You know... I'd be looking forward to my next trip... To, you know, the authentic Chinese restaurant of my choosing, like, Peiwei or Panda Express. What happened to Panda Express, by the way? I think at one point, they were, like, bringing, bringing the real heat. I used to go in there and enjoy... The fair. And now, the last, I mean, granted, it's been a few years since I've, I've been there. But the last couple times I went there, like, they had made that food definitely not that day. But sometime in the distant past, somebody had made that food. And then, not carefully... They had brought it into the future and then served it up to me. But I did have some serious Panda Express hacks that I used on the, on the regs. So I did used to eat a lot of Panda Express. There are some, I feel like in the 90s there was lots of food hacks that are just not available now. Maybe they are, and maybe I just 
don't need to use the food hacks because I'm a rich bitch. Oh, if that were true. If only that were true. There's this idea that if you're rich, somehow that you'll be happy. And I believe it. Like I, with all my heart, I cling to that notion. Because I'm, I'm out in the middle of the ocean. There's sharks out here. Met this is a metaphor, by the way. I don't want anybody getting like, oh shit. How is he, how is he recording this in the middle of the ocean? Yeah, I'm, it's, it's a metaphor about being alive. I'm in the middle of the ocean and there's no land in sight. Oh, there is land in sight. What is the land that's in sight? Oh, the land is rich. If I could just get over there to rich, I could get my feet underneath me. And then I'll be like, be able to build like a, you know, a nice little place to live. Like you see on Alone. <clears throat> or Survivor Man or one of those, you know. I don't know if you guys have been watching Alone. If you haven't watched Alone, just watch it. It's pretty, pretty great. I think they have one season on Netflix and then the rest are on Hulu. But if you just want to feel good about your situation. Now, if your situation is you're living in a hobo camp, probably, probably be like, actually, you'll probably learn some things on alone that you can use in that hobo camp. But if you're living in a pretty nice place and you're having a little bit of anxiety about your situation, watch alone. And you'll be like, the shit is good. My shit's like those birds singing real good. Anyways, I don't even know why I brought all this stuff up. Doesn't matter. We're here in the song club. I want to thank you guys for, uh, thank you guys for all your support on Patreon. I do appreciate it. We've got quite a few people on Patreon now. I should, at one point during one of these shows, just get the list of Patreons, if that's what they are indeed called, and just read them all off, because I'm so grateful to you guys. It really means a lot. And I hope you're getting something for your doleros, or pesos, or krugerans, or ruples, or gold coins or whatever denomination of money or you know bitcoin whatever you're using to send in the patreon i hope you feel like you're getting your money's worth i mean you've got this podcast it's free anybody can listen to it so nothing there you're not getting anything there that anybody else in the world can't get so already you're like what am i paying for again if this is free, well, you're getting the songs. Oh, the sweet, sweet songs that I've created in my magical, imaginary garden of my mind. You can't get those anywhere. Now, what would those cost if I was selling those on any sort of platform from the 90s and early 2000s when you could still sell music? The very least I could... I could charge for those would be 99 cents. But a lot of people are like 199. Because why not? Because we're greedy little bitches. And we spend a lot of time on it. And we're like, how many of these can we actually sell before people get real sick and tired of listening to our bullshit? So, let's say $1.99. You know what? Let's just say 99 cents. So now we're talking about, let's just round it up to a dollar. $8. $8 worth of entertainment. Now, if it was anybody else writing these songs, I'd be like, are those really worth $8? But it's me, baby. So I would say they're worth way more than that. But let's... Let's say we're using the friends and family price. 99 cents. So we're at $8. That's the rock bottom. Least amount. Now you get that. Now, 
You also get my live streams every Monday, which are broadcast over the internet using magical space age technology. I don't know how any of it works, but it does. It goes from my home to your home. And those are anywhere from an hour to forever of live stream entertainment. Now, if I was ticketing those, I mean, I could charge hundreds of dollars, but I don't. I charge $15 for those, for the non-Patreon. Yeah, exactly. The angels love it. They're like, God damn, Bobby. That is the best deal in the world. I know. So that's $15 a pop at the least. I mean, that's the, again, friends and family price. And there's four of those a month. Yeah, you're welcome. So now we're looking at, what is that? $60 plus the eight for the song. So we're at $68. Now there's some other stuff. I don't know what it is. Like, you know, chord sheets and stuff with all the lyrics on it and have the chords in case you're, you know, like if you want to pick up the guitar and learn how to play these songs. Stuff like that that you can't get anywhere. I, let's just call that free. And let's just stick with the $68. Now, what are you paying a month? If you're paying more than that, here's what I have to say to you. Thank you. Because you're going above and beyond. Now, if you're paying less than that, which you probably are, because there's only a couple people paying more than $68 a month. If you're paying less than that, subtract what you're paying from $68. Now, let's say you're doing $20 a month. You are making $48 a month in escrow. You're building equity at $48 a month by what? Listening to me pour wisdom and magic into the world out of my face. Also, listening to these songs that I've created that you can listen to for the rest of your natural born lives. And even in the afterlife, maybe if you believe in such a thing, your kids can enjoy them and your grandchildren for eternity. But you get all that and you're making money. In a year, you're making over $5,000 if you invest it wisely. So, I don't know what to say except you're welcome. You're welcome. But also thank you, because I do appreciate it as well. You guys are nice. Um, let's, let's get into the songs. I feel like I've been on a roll. I don't know why. Part of me thinks I've been on a roll with the songwriting, and I've written some great songs. Part of me thinks, are they really that great? Part of me thinks I might be insane. Part of me thinks, I listen to these other people and their songs suck. Dicks. Like, but then I look at the comments and the people are like, this song is so good. And I'm like, wait a minute. All the people that like my songs that are like, oh, I love your songs. They're like these other people that are telling these people whose songs suck dicks. Their songs are good. And the people whose songs suck dicks, they think their songs are great. And they're looking at the comments. Yeah. And they're like, hey, I'm doing a good job. I'm winning Grammys. I'm winning Grammys, baby. And people love what I do. But I'm like, no. Your shit sucks dicks. But they're like, what about these Grammys? What about all these comments? And I'm like, I don't know what that is. And then I'm like, well, maybe I'm insane. And maybe I should not trust you guys who love what I do. And maybe I should trust, I don't know, the military? Should I trust the military? I mean, I, I, I don't know. First of all, I don't even know what the military thinks of my songs. I imagine they like them. If they heard him, if they'd heard him, maybe, who knows? Who can say at this point? All right, let's listen to a new song and see if there's anything to say about it. This is a song called uh, 
the wrath of Khan. That was the, the phrase for the week. And uh, this is a song I ended up writing. Let's check it out. Oh, shit. Right in the amazing, spectacular knowledge of all the scientists Together for the first time under one roof for one night Prove the man has won the race we started oh so long ago With all that we have learned so far we know it's wrong and right In this scientific glory you will know that God does not exist And that the planet that you live on is really the fifth Largest in the galaxy might not seem so far from me But you'll be even farther away in a second or two you see Cause everything is expanding at the speed of life forever And there's nothing that can stop it, not a job and not a hammer If you wear your sunny best, yeah you might get that flicker hope you hang out in the light a while i really hope you linger i'm on a break of diet yeah i only eat what's good for me no simple carbs i only eat from noon to five and then i sleep i've lost 50 pounds so far i'm sure you've noticed yes i'm wearing jeans i haven't worn in months i know i guess right there's nothing in my hand as you can plainly see now watch as i produce a small red ball and now it's gone and there it is again i know it's just a trick man there's a lot of lyrics in that song if i had to like actually you know memorize all that and be rough for me but luckily i don't have to anyways yeah that's called the wrath of khan uh when i think of that song i think kimya dawson or the moldy peaches that's kind of the style that that song's in and uh i don't know if I've, i mean i guess i've written a couple songs that are similar to that it's sort of like i don't know like if an autistic person decided that they really liked Bob Dylan and then started writing songs in that vein. And then me, and then I copied that. Not that any of those people are like that. And then I copied it and then somebody else copied me. That's, I feel like the you'd end up with that song. Um, anyways, I, I think it's pretty good. It's short and it's sweet. And, uh, I felt pretty good about it after I wrote it, but other people might listen to that and go, that song sucks. Like the military. Maybe the military are like, you know what we like? We like heavy metal or we like, I don't know what they would like, EDM maybe. I don't know. Whatever you like when you're like, if you like being around a lot of men and you like being in crisp, clean uniforms. Whatever kind of music that is. I'm not a big fan of uniforms myself. They're too itchy. Now, if they made uniforms, like, out of breathable comfort fabric, like French terry cloth. Like, if they had French terry cloth BBDs or whatever they're called, I'd sign me up. But as far as I know, shit's, like, built for, you know built for rugged use and not necessarily for uh, comfort. Who knows? I don't know. Anyways, that was that song. Let's listen to another one. Uh, I've got one. This is my newest song and it just came out and uh, it's not even, I haven't even played it yet. I'll be playing it Monday uh, on my live stream. And I'm excited to play it. I guess the song's about being in love. Uh, it's called The Grand Champion of Everything. It's definitely about that feeling. You know that feeling when you meet somebody and they, they ring the bell of love. Whatever it is, they, there's, there's a bell inside you called the bell of love. And when somebody, you meet somebody and something about them reminds you of, of your situation that you were in when you were between the ages of about zero and about four, whatever that situation you were in at that point in your life, if you meet somebody and they ring that bell for you. Then you're like, oh, I love this person. And it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be somebody even that you're sexually attracted to. It could just be somebody that you meet. Maybe they're of, not of the sex that you're attracted to. But then you would be like, oh, I like this person. 
they're my friend now because they rang the bell of love. And uh, I guess that's what this song's about. But uh, there is some sexual attraction. So this would be the non-platonic bell of love, which sounds like a song. All right, let's check it out. Here we go. All right, first of all, what is that? That is definitely another song, but it's cool. So, you know, why not? Yeah. Tank top, terrific, looking good from any angle. Washing over all my eyes until my brain got all untangled. Her name was Cherry or was it Agnes? I can't remember now. All the words in my words feet were blocked by the holy cow. Girl, you know you're the exceptionally famous grand champion of everything. Yeah. Oh, nice. I like that. Exceptionally famous grand champion of everything. Uh huh, uh huh, uh huh. Oh, look at me, I'm painting singing to in my the own dark. Song. It was a masterpiece. Oh, yeah, painting in the dark. That was the uh, phrase this week. The Golden Gate Bridge of a one night stand, at least. Pretty good line. Pretty good line. If I was a farmer, I would only plant golden sticks that they glow. And when it was time to harvest, all I'd have would be rainbows. I like that line Girl, too. You know you're the exceptionally famous grand champion of everything. Yeah. That's right. Girl, you know you're the exceptionally famous grand champion of everything. Yeah. I got the biggest fish you've ever seen. Then I just let it go. Yeah, there you go. A lot of Chinese flute in that biatch, for sure. There's like the Chinese flute sample that I used. And then there's, I don't know, me playing the Chinese flute. My Chinese flute playing is like, I'm ready to play with an orchestra. I'm ready to play with a Chinese orchestra. They don't have a lot of Chinese flute in Western orchestras, but man, in China, most of the orchestras are like 50% Chinese flute. And I'm ready. I'm ready to become like first chair. Here, this is my, let me give you a little, this is me playing the Star Spangled Banner. Okay. I, all right, I'll confess something. So this year, the NFL, they wanted to, I don't know, expand or something. Cause they, you know, they usually hire, you know, like superstars for not superstars, but really super famous people for the halftime uh, shows. For the Super Bowl. And so they came to me and they're like, hey, man, we've been watching your live streams. We've been watching you play the Chinese flute. And we'd love to have you do the halftime show. I'm like, I don't know if I've got to have, you know, I don't know if I've got 20 minutes of Chinese flute material that's ready for that kind of an audience. But if you want me to do the Star Spangled Banner, you know, the national anthem of the United States of America before the game starts, I will do that because I've mastered it. And so they're like, of course. So I'm excited that I'm going to be playing this at the beginning of the Super Bowl. And, you know, there's been a lot of controversy about people, you know, like, are they going to kneel? Or are they going to stand? And here's what I, here's, here's all I know is that when I play the Star Spangled Banner, whatever you believe to be the case, like the standing, the kneeling, the blah, 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 you won't care. Because you'll be like, you know what? That was the most beautiful rendition of the Star Spangled Banner I've ever heard. And now I love America so much. Who cares? Who cares what anybody does? All I know is I feel love for this country. All right, let me just give you a little taste. I mean, you, you know what? I probably shouldn't do it because, you know, it might get out and then people will be like, it'll go viral and people will be like, oh, that's the most beautiful version of the Star Spangled Banner I've ever heard. And a lot of people like Jimi Hendrix's version from Woodstock and um, Jennifer Hudson singing it or Whitney Houston. You know, there's some good versions of it. But, you know, of course, this will be the new standard. Anyways, here, here's the beginning of it. Oh, let's see. Can you use it? Okay, here we go. 
Anyway, I don't want to. I don't want to blow all the magic here, but man, that was amazing. Uh, all right. So let me uh, let me let me do a song. This is an older song. It's called Greg the Gangster. I used to play this a lot at the Saxon Pub, and one of my favorite songs. And I'll just play it. We can listen to it together. But I really. There's a there's a bunch of songs that I've written that have a very special place in my heart. This is one of them. One's, another one's called The Dolphins. Another one is called uh, Now or Later. Anyway, they're, you know, I've written some special songs, and this is one of them for sure. Uh, let's listen to it, and then we can talk about it afterwards. Here it is, Greg the Gangster. <laughs> I am a gangster, my name is Greg I have a bullet in my leg Blood is pouring down into a pool This sucks man, this shit ain't cool I'm giving a shout out to all my peeps In these musical in-betweens I have a girl, her name is Beth She has the sweetest, mintiest breath but she's the one that shot me, bro But she says it was accidental, though I want to give a shout-out to Michael, Yo, Michael And Bertrand and Lars Yo, Lars, bitch I was showing her this gun I bought We were a little high And so I thought it would be fun To play with it But that was full She shot my shit I want, I want to give a shout out to uh, Helvetica and Tiffany I'm not having too much fun I had a call Alright, there you go, Greg the Gangster There's some funny shit in there for sure Um, Yeah, I don't know when I wrote that, it was a while ago Probably 10 years ago maybe, I don't know and uh, what I was using, that that slidey thing, was this uh, cool, um, it was this cool uh, steel guitar that I got from Jeff Plankenhorn. And I guess he gave it to me. I still have it. I feel like he gave, I think somebody gave it to him. I think somebody made it and gave it to him. And he was like, well, I've got a, a ton of these that are better and so I think he gave it to me so I would have one but I haven't and I, I've only used it on a couple songs uh, another song I used it for is, is a song called Cold I think it's called Cold German and you can find it I did a I did a song club where I just did all the weirdest songs I've ever written and it was on that and uh, it's got a little bit of that slide steel guitar Anyways, yeah, you know, we took it back. We took it back a few years. I feel pretty good about that. I like taking these little journeys. I don't know if anybody's been watching Dark on Netflix. But it is truly one of the great television masterpieces, I think. It's science fiction. It's real slow. The first season's rough because they have to set up the universe. So... You really got to kind of hang in there and watch it. But every, it's one of those where every episode gets better. And then by the end of the first season, you're like, I'm in. And the second season is incredible. And now I'm on the third season. I don't know what's going to happen. Here's what I do know. They like to keep that shit real hard to figure out, which is cool. But at a certain point, you're like, all right, I got it. I get it. It's kind of like kids. Like you have kids and you're like freaked out because you're like, I don't know how to raise these kids. But then you figure it out pretty quick and you're like, I got this. But then they change and they get smarter. And then these strategies that you have, like for when they're six months, when they're a year, you're like, oh, let me try that six month strategy. And then, oh, they move now. God damn it. Now I got to figure something else out. And then they start talking and, but then you figure out some shit there and. 
You're like, all right, we're going to have a timeout. And then next thing you know, they're like smoking dope and stealing your car, getting arrested. And you're like, I'm going to have to give you a timeout. And they're like, go fuck yourself, old man. And you're like, what? Anyways, dark's kind of like that. It's good, though. It's good. It's not as good as having kids, especially good kids. Like I got, I got good ones. Uh, all right, let's listen to another song. This is a new, another new one. And like I said, I, I really feel like these last couple months, I've just been really writing some nice songs. Again, am I writing Bridge Over Troubled Waters? No, I don't think I've written any. Like, I, I feel like last year I wrote a couple songs that are like nines. And have I written any nines this year? I don't think so. But I've written some eights, and I've been writing eights these last few months, a few of them. And I feel like this next song is one of those. Uh, you know. Let's just, you know what? Let me, let me quit talking about it, and let me just play you this magic and see what you think. See if you feel the same. It's called being just fine. They found her body in the garden. And the police just let him go. How about me just not caring about? But you can buy your own police department. Like how anything sounds on this song. I'm just like, fuck it. I'm feeling it. If you got enough dough. Is this making of a murderer? I heard they dropped the investigation They never cracked the case I haven't heard too much about it lately Oh, it's good to see your face some loud harmonica work I mean it's it's good but it's a lot that was loud boy yeah that's uh you know that's some murdery shit on that song like people are getting murdered at the beginning of it and then the second verse it's not about murder at all Second verse is just like how this guy's life has not gone the way he had thought it would go. The thing I like about that song is that the murder thing is mentioned in the beginning, but it's an aside. It's just something that happened. You know, it was a bat. It was the background to these people in the song's lives. And then something happened with them. And now they're like, hey, maybe, you know what, why don't we, why don't we do a little, why don't we get a little ding, 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 why don't we do a little booby dooty dooty, booby dooty, booty dooty, and see if that, you know, see what happens there. Because, you know, that's always fun, I guess, to do a little ding, 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 bam, bing, bam, boo, do a little ramba dooty, ding, da, day, you know. Get a little of that going. So, I mean, at least I think, I don't know. There was a time when I guess I would, that would happen with me. And uh, I seem to remember enjoying it back in the daisy old days. Back in the daisy old days. Oh, you know what I need to mention? So I set up a, I set up an email because 
on Patreon, there's people leave comments, people send me messages, and I get some of that stuff. But there's like before I sit down every month to do this podcast, um, there's no like place to look to see a if you guys have requested any songs or if you've got any questions about stuff that I've talked about, whatever it is. So I've created a an email account so you can send me any questions or requests and it'll be easy for me to check that every month and then read your emails or read your requests and maybe I'll read them online maybe I'll read them here on the podcast I don't know but anyways it's Bob Schneider Song Club just my name Bob Schneider Song Club at gmail.com so drop me a line and I'll get it and I'll read it and then I'll be like this person needs to be flagged and maybe the authorities need to or I'll be like oh cool let me read this person's thing we'll see we'll see how it goes but uh, there you go that's easy access and again now this obviously you know this podcast is like it's something anybody can listen to so it the other thing too with the Patreon stuff is, you know, Patreon's all pretty, pretty in house. It's like family. So this this new thing will be, who knows, who knows what people might be sending me emails. So I may have to shut it down at a certain point because I'm not, you know, if I get anything too weird, I'll be like, fuck this, I'm out, I'm outie, shut down, close the doors, lock the doors, bar the gates. Get the machine gun towards out. It's time to buckle down and get, you know, write a song, write a happy song. Uh, let's go back again. Let's go travel back in time in our little time travel machine called music. This is a song called uh, Good Luck. And I, I realized I had, I've never sent a demo out for Good Luck. Now, the demo that I've got, the original demo is not good. It's just me singing into a cassette machine and it's not cool. But I did record a record called Bullet in the Gun a few years ago. And one of the songs that I recorded for that record was Good Luck. Now, I also recorded Good Luck on the Galaxy Kings record. And that's a cool version for the gal that I did there. But the one I did for the Bullet in the Gun is more, I feel like more indicative of what the song actually is. So, uh, I was like, well, let me include that in the song club and you guys can have that, uh, version. So let's listen to it. It's pretty cool. Uh, I recorded this with Gurf Morlix. God. Again, I, everything's like 10 years ago. Was it 12 years ago? Maybe 14 years ago, maybe eight years ago. Probably not. But, uh, I, this is one of my favorite songs. I wrote this song. Uh, well, before, probably not too long before me and my, I don't know when I wrote it. I wrote it for my ex-wife when we were together, uh, and very much in love. And, uh, it goes like this. Good luck. Uh, maybe it'll play, maybe it won't. Oh, there it is. Yeah, it's real cozy. It's got that country flavor. I don't play bingo cause I never win. Feels like I need a nap. I never go riding wild horses again. I don't the way that I used to do I used up all my good luck The day I ran into you I feel like this could use a little Chinese flute I don't go drinking oh, yeah. on the wrong side of town Fast, easy women I, I try 
try to be careful Watch the things I do I used up all my good luck Today I ran into you I used up all my good luck Today I ran into you go good luck it's a sweeter that's a sweet song right there pretty pretty nice uh i am such a romantic i've said it before i'll say it again i like love and i like the idea of love and i like the idea of love somehow making everything better because it does it just makes everything better but there's this idea that if you're loved, that's the thing that makes it better. But really, that's not the case. The thing that makes it better is you loving. Like you think it's because, oh, here's somebody that I care about and I respect and admire and they love me. And you think that's why you feel good. But the reason that you're feeling good is because you're loving them. Because it's this opportunity that you're taking now in your life to love someone, maybe even more than yourself. And when you love someone more than yourself, that's where the good stuff is. That's why people, when they have kids, they feel that most of the time. Occasionally they don't and they take their kids and they put them in a dumpster. But that's rare. It doesn't happen very often. Most of you guys care, care about your kids like more than your own life. And that feeling, that love feeling, so good. And that's the gift. And then people don't have kids. They don't understand that. And they, they, they're like, hey, I've heard it. I get it. I got it. I heard it. I heard it. They don't know. It's like somebody who's never seen Colors, the movie with Sean Penn. And, you know, you explain the movie to him and you're like, yeah, it's about L.A. police and stuff. It's got the dude from Tender Mercies in it. Who's name? Robert Duvall's in it. It's real good. Is it though? I mean, it was good back in the nineties. It might be one of those movies from the nineties where you're like, you watch it now and you're like, Ooh, not as good as I remember. How about that accent? Christopher Walken was Christopher Walken. Just in, it's not as good as I remember. And my name is Christopher Walken. How about if I was just a comedian and then I would just come out and go, I'm Christopher Walken and just did like that version of Christopher Walken. People are like, is that Christopher Walken in a Bob Schneider disguise? Because that dude is the loosest, roughest, hottest, slipperiest Christopher Walken I've seen in a while. And I just watched King of New York. So what does that tell you? Tells you... I'm a master of uh, not only just the Chinese flute, but also uh, making my voice sound like other humans, whatever that is called. I'm the master of making myself sound like other humans and flute play. By the way, if you're on, on the internet, don't Google flute play. Unless you have safety, safety search on trust. Don't do it. Um, let's listen to another song. This is another song. Speaking of Christopher Walken, this is a song that is based on the movie The Rundown. Now, I always say there's two types of people in the world. There's people who don't like the rock 
and then people who have seen the rundown. So if you haven't seen the rundown, do yourself a favor and watch that movie. It's one of those movies I actually bought. I watched it so many times I ended up buying it not once, but twice on DVD. And then I even own it digitally. Now, where I own it digitally is anybody's guess. Because I don't keep track of that shit, son. Because I'm a baller. All right, so let's listen to this song that's based loosely on the rundown. Now, I'm going to give you guys two versions of it. I'm going to give you a version, the original demo, which is pretty pretty basic. It's just me playing a tenor guitar. And also, I think I'm using that uh, steel guitar that I used on Greg the Gangster on this one. I didn't even know I had a theme today, but I guess I do. I guess there's a part of me that's smarter than the sm- than I even realize. So anyways, you'll hear that in the original demo. And then I've also got this wonderful version that I recorded with the Texas Bluegrass Massacre, which was a side project that I had a few years ago. And uh, I want you to have both versions. They're both pretty interesting and both pretty fun. And uh, maybe we'll listen to a little bit of each one. I don't know which is which, so... I believe this is the... Texas Bluegrass Massacre version. Let's check that one out. Yeah, that's definitely... So that's Jeff Plankenhorn playing the uh, mandolin, I believe. I stood up before the load, my band, and shiny sword, bait and blood from battle, woman, a bag of crack and box and pawn, scream, please protect me from the razor within. Oh, that's Bruce Hughes doing backup. That's Conrad Chakrin on the drums. Warren Hood on the violin. Oh, come correct me. This war I cannot win. All right, so that's the Texas Bluegrass version. Here's the original demo. That's the steel guitar. Oh, that's the tenor boy. That's your old, that's your old okay, friend. I'm screaming bright, correct, you caught a million kisses while I'm lettering, I'm better fried, I did my best to try it in the gleaming white of the electric light of all my days. I got rid of that gibberish. That whole first line was all just gibberish. I got rid of that and did a better one. Oh, Lord, correct me. Help me change my way. I just added that because it's You know happiness around here, boys. Uh-huh. You know happiness around here. Ain't no happiness. You know happiness around here, boys. Uh-huh. You know happiness around here. Uh-huh. Hey. I thought I knew what key it was in, but I didn't. It's like a damn, like somebody shaven. That's how, that's what my voice sounded like in that song. Like, is that, is he shaving the inside of my ear with that voice? Because damn, that shit feels smooth. Oh yeah, there's a quarter. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. You know what? Let's, let's take it back even further in time. I want to go back even further in time. Now, this song, this next song is called Running From The Light. This is basically as far back as it goes. Now, I recorded this on like a, maybe a four track cassette recorder back in the days. This is the 90s for sure. 
Now, what 90s, probably mid 90s, maybe even early 90s, it's hard to say. I didn't really, I've never really kept track of anything until maybe in the last five or six years. But uh, I don't know. I don't even know if this song's any good to tell you the, tell you the truth. But I, I came across it on my journey to figure out what songs to put on this month's song club. And I was like, oh, this might be a interesting one just because it goes back to the beginning sort of. Now, I, I think I wrote my first song in high school. So a song called Love Shoes. It's the first one I remember writing. And uh and then I I I went to college and I wrote some songs in college when I was there. There was a student union building that I used to frequent. Um you could get beers at the student union. Uh, it was Germany, so there was no drinking age, but, uh, I used to go there quite a bit and they used to close it down at, uh, I don't know if they closed it at midnight or 2 AM. Whenever it was, I was there until the end. If I went there, I was there until they closed it down. And the last 15 minutes, they would turn off the, turn off the music and turn all the lights on to try to get these, you know, drunks and drinkers out of there. And they had a piano in the corner of the room. So I used to go over there. I'd had a few you know, pops at that point, And I would play piano and I'd just make up songs. And uh, people seemed to like that. And I, I remember uh, they were putting together a talent show that year. And the lady who was running the talent show asked me on one of those evenings if I wanted to perform. And I was like, sure, yeah, of course. But I was drunk, you know, and I, I forgot about it. And a couple weeks later, I just happened to run into her uh, on, you know, just where the dorms were. And, uh, it was a pretty small school. I think there was maybe 1500 students, maybe 1200 students in the entire school. So pretty easy to run into people. And she was like, Hey, I just wanted you to know, uh, I've got you headlining the talent show tomorrow night. And I was like, Ooh, okay. And you know, like, I, I was like, Oh shit, I forgot about that. So I got a couple buddies of mine and we went to this, there was a piano in the laundry room in one of the dorms. And so I went down there and just worked up about four or five songs for the talent show that next night and went down and just killed it at the talent show. Like really turned my life around at that school. I went from pretty much nobody knowing who I was to kind of being a big deal, being a bit of a rock star. It was good. And, uh, it was kind of the thing that made me think about music as a career. I was like, man, this is, you know, making this art and, but nobody really sees it. It's very boring and you're alone. And, and this music thing, you, you know, you, it's exciting and scary. And, and then if it goes well, people like you and they want to have sex with you and they want to you know, buy you drinks and stuff. And, uh, really was the first time I was like, maybe, maybe I might do this music thing. Anyways, that's a lot of jibber jabber. Let's play this song. That's uh, from the nineties called running from the light and see if we like it. Oh yeah. Got that groove, baby. Was an astronaut, worked for the CIA. He wouldn't want it any other way. Yeah. Definitely walk on the wild side. Billy used to dream about dancing in the cabaret, silk stockings and lingerie. Wouldn't have it any other way. Walk on the wild side was definitely Everybody an inspiration. Everybody got the secrets oh. to keep them all out of sight. Kids welfare. She 
got married to a fat ball fuck named Fred. He gave good head. Pretty good lines. When the bottom overcame, pull out the needle and the spoon. Why, why do I have to always go to heroin? Cook up some freedom there every afternoon in the living room. Everybody's got their secret. Keep them out of sight. Live the lives just like strangers. Running from the line, running from the line. Oh, shit. Damn. Dang, son. Who's that dude that did the Broadway song? That guy's like, uh-oh, uh-oh, Bobby. Bobby's in town now. Bobby doing my thing. That's right, Bobby doing doing your thing. Better than you? I don't know. Close, though. I got to have some of that yerba mate, baby. I could have probably drank that during the song, and you wouldn't have had to listen to me ch- chug it. Well, so that's called Running From the Light. And now I just wrote a song this past week called Walking in the Light. So there you go. How about that? Dude, how about that? I didn't even I didn't even think about it. But we've come full circle. I feel like watching Dark on Netflix has made this podcast maybe a thousand times better than it's ever been. Because there are all these connections that I'm seeing that I didn't even know about. But yeah, in the 90s, I was running from the light, but now I'm walking in the light. That was uh, Rush, Tom Sawyer. Today, Tom Sawyer. Man, uh, the Chinese flute. It's only a matter of time before the Chinese flute society inducts me in the Hall of Fame. I'm pretty sure. Well, it's been fun hanging out with all of you, whoever you are, wherever you are. You can watch this on YouTube. You can listen to it wherever you listen to podcasts. Apple Podcast. Uh, if you're not a Patreon member, I invite you to become one. Um, and then you can you can download all these songs. You can't get them anywhere else. They're not available on Spotify or iTunes Music or any other place like that. You can only get them through my Patreon. You can only watch the live streams on Monday nights through Patreon. So if you haven't done that and want to do it, go to patreon.com backslash Bob Schneider. You can sign up right now. You can also... I know this is a bitch, but you can rate and review this podcast. And when I say rate and review, it's the same thing as like when people say vote. Like when I say rate and review, I mean like leave a great review and rate it with five stars. Don't like leave a review and it's like, oh, this thing sucks and give it a one star. If you're going to do that, don't do it. Same with voting. Like, Vote as long as you're voting for the person I want you to vote for. If you're not going to vote for them, don't vote. Well, let's see what happens. Here we are. Let's see what happens this month. Good God. And on that note, let's leave on a wonderful note and walk in the light with me your host. Y'all take care and we'll see you next time on the Song Club. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about right there. That's nice. Yeah. I was walking in the
Throughout into the sea long ago 